uh, of a diagnosis of the exact nature of the wrong. So in my experience and my observation in my life in, of AA, I came to a conclusion that it's the act of being identified as something that we're not. So almost as if a parasitical movement came into the host and found a home in the host by convincing the host that it's the host. Yeah. So it has caught Blanche, it runs around, and every time we meet it, because it's other than us, we call it me. So we're in a certain haze, or as Bill W. talks about in page 53 concerning faith, we're in a state of not knowing it, and in not knowing it, it's presupposing us to be it. Yeah? That's the whole point of all the talks, because the whole program is very sound, the principles are sound, the principles never need to be changed, they don't even have to be really added on to, but I do believe uh, they didn't have enough time when they put out the information or they hadn't had the download of the exact nature of the wrong. And I don't, they obviously came to a conclusion in their own experience that the drinking and the drugs were but a, a symptom of it, but they never got to the it, yeah? So they got, they brought it, they got us out of a lot of the, the delusion of thinking everything was going to go great as soon as we stopped drinking or stopped drinking and using, because most of us have experienced that isn't so. And they were starting, and they pointed to us of our nature in it, of seeing our role in things. But I do believe that some of the statements uh, in the book imply they hadn't gotten to the exact nature of the wrong. The idea that we manufacture our, our own misery, I'm not a believer in. Or that all our problems were self-imposed, we brought it upon ourselves, I don't believe that. I believe something has brought it upon us, but I don't believe it's us. Yeah? And when I finally had seen that, I didn't have, let's say, a philosophy about it and then try to find it. I, f I found it and then the philosophy matched, yeah. So I found it, I found a recognition of self as something other than me. And it really pinpointed on just one sentence in the big book, which is on page 64, well, that was the basic bedrock of it all. Because once, one night, after I have read that sentence thousands of times, one night I saw it in a completely distinct, different light. And I really got a sense when I ingested the word self that it was other than me. Yeah? I just had a strong feeling of an extreme distance or difference between me and what he was describing as what had defeated me. It's just that simple. And so the sentence, once again, is being convinced or in being in the act of, of a belief in certainty that this is the case, that self is what has defeated us. And it says self defeated us, manifested in various ways. And so if we are convinced of that, we are now going to look at its manifestations in our life. It doesn't mean me and you, it means self. 
and then the next paragraph started with the word resentment and then Bill W and the people who wrote the book targeted some common manifestations of self so that we that was, so by recognizing those manifestations it would lead us to the source of it which is this identification as self because the the parasite basically uses the host to sort of imprison the host yeah it can't do it itself but by convincing the host that it's the host it really starts living as us through us uh, unbeknownst to us yeah and it leads to having it cripples our idea or a possibility of being free because the only way we can entertain being free is as that because we're identified as it and it's quite a different uh, conundrum because I had I did a lot of cocaine but I never thought I was cocaine yeah that line never was crossed no matter how much I did cocaine the doing of cocaine never convinced me I was cocaine but I feel I've been I started a lot of my life based convinced that I was the disease of self I did and uh, it took me for a fucking horrendous ride it really did I mean I could not get it I could not get get it and uh, no human power could deliver the news to me everything was thwarted and the consequences weren't sufficient to convince me I mean I got run over twice in one night by the same car I mean you would think laying in a hospital bed for 10 months some wisdom would have showed up but it didn't this 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 identification as self is a stubborn activity which is supported by what we rely on all day it's supported by memories and the thoughts and the images that come up in when I perceive things it's supported all day and reinforced by my addiction to the thoughts and all this stuff not my addiction their addiction so self uh, advertises itself all day to us and a lot of us we forgot without knowing it we've been really replaced by the parasite and it had a it had its like golden years in my life from about 13 to 36 it was the most influential thing in my life it brought me places I would never have signed up for to go brought me to rehabs and jails and tons of shit yeah and every time I arrived there I thought I was the one who drove there or it was the judge or there was the police or it was my family I mistook what got me there and so how am I gonna get relief from it if I don't know the exact nature of the wrong how am I going to get relief from eczema by applying a psoriasis ointment? I'm not. You know, maybe a little bit. Maybe they share the, some of the same expressions, but I'm not going to get complete relief. So what I'm using this platform for is just to put out an idea that's a fact for me, that the root of the problem is we're identified with the disease if you want to call it that and that it talks to us as us and it resides in the mind they were correct in that they took us to where it 
where it thrives, they took us to, let's say, the Petri dish. The disease is of the mind. It's of the thoughts and the memories and the, and the perceptions. And so, you know, a great person called Einstein said, you can't use the system that produces the problem to, to escape the problem. And this is what they also found in our community. And they, they framed it as, this is a big dilemma when you're in recovery, which is self can't get out of self. Why is that? Well, you're not that. How can you get out of what you're not? It's impossible. You're getting out of what you're not all day is a reinforcement that you're in. This is the dilemma of playing God. The disease plays God right now. It's using, you know, our light to project its take, you know, its movie. And then we're seemingly enslaved to star in that movie because we don't know any better. Well, here you go. I'm throwing out this idea, it, it, you know, receive it or not, but I, I believed in, my, in the community we have a right to hear these ideas. This is not a threat to AA. This is maybe will illuminate your AA life because you will have seen, hopefully, the exact nature of the wrong which is an identification with a mental process, yeah? This constant yapping all day. Do we have to have, they say in some research, that we have, we, there's 70,000 thoughts a day that are conjured up or pop up in our heads. We don't, a lot of it gets filtered out. Do we really need 70,000 thoughts to navigate one day in London or one day in Yorkshire or one day in Novato where I am? I don't, that's, what's, what's the redundancy? Why is there so much? Well, a lot of the thoughts are being used to reinforce you as the thinker. So when the activity of the disease is acting out through the thoughts, we call them ours. That to me is the bondage of self. We're calling thoughts that are being used by the parasite ours. Therefore, we've, we've already lost in a way. We've already been placed in a position by the parasite. And then we want to wiggle out of that as the parasite, which is more of itself. So, you know, AA is an incredible way of life and an incredible design for living, and it gives us sound principles to live by. But I don't believe the early writers of the big book got to the exact nature of the wrong. I just don't. And so it says in our vision for us, for you, hey, this God will constantly, it says our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to us and to us and through us. That's what happens. That power that before 1935 or 39, there was no normalized way of dealing with alcoholism that had any kind of success, suddenly appeared and then there was Alcoholics Anonymous. Well, that power that brought that about is also constantly downloading in us, yeah? And hopefully, some of the downloads will be about the exact nature of the wrong. It's not the person it comes through, it's the message. So the message is, is just that. So I've been lucky that I have this platform 
without any affiliation to AA as a as an organization, so that I can have I can put this out now. It's just an idea, but there was an entertaining of it in this life, and it's produced mm, possibilities that before were not fucking even imagined, you know? To be able to enjoy peace of mind, to have the problem not existing for me in a stabilized manner because I see the problem actually does not exist as me. It is not me. So that has allowed that experience of the problem doesn't exist for me to stabilize. And it became more like a state. So there you go. I'm just, uh, yeah. That's it, Dave. Yeah. Okay. All right, thank you very much. Um, so again, the theme is, this is how I'm just looking at the whole process, yeah, with this idea of the exact nature of the wrong. And then maybe if you look at all that comes after that, in a, because from if you see it from that, you'll see all that comes after that in a new light. You will, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right, everyone. So um, if you want to uh, raise your hand, um, with regards to that, with the, the exact nature of the wrongs, and you want to explore that a bit further, then um, you can uh, wave. Oh, so I think Da Thomas is. Uh, oh, hold on, Dante's first, and then I think Da, you've have you raised your thumb there, mate? I think Da, you want to ask a question, Da? Just nod your head, mate. Yeah. Okay. Da's first, and then we'll um, put you on Dante. Da's first. Over to you, Da. Sorry, mate. Yeah, go for it. Um, this is my first time here. My name's. Uh, Starting, I'm, I'm an alcoholic. Amen. I'm from uh, I'm from the Republic of Ireland. Um, a good friend of mine uh, is here now, and yeah, uh, oh my God, it's the most amazing chair I've ever heard. You know, like uh, I'm uh, actually three years sober, and uh, I've never heard that night like that like pure pure inspiration like uh. I'm just blown away, you know, and like, uh, I'm just going to take what you said today. I don't even know what time it is. Uh, I'm just going to take everything what you said today and just put it in here. And uh, I just wish everyone well and thanks for letting me share. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. Cheers, mate. Um, and so, Dante, I'm just finding you, mate. Have you gone missing? Oh, there's Dante. Got you, mate. Hey, it's over to you, man. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been told I've gone missing. Thank God for that. Ah. Uh, my name is Dante, and I'm a grateful recovered alcoholic. You know, very, very wonderful share. Um, it was in the middle I got in, so I'm a little late. That's why I had to fight a buddy of mine, because that's the person that was sharing, actually. You know, uh, it's I, I love the enthusiasm. I do want to say that, first of all. I love your perception on how this works. You know, um, you had mentioned about the parasite of self. I love the way you angled that. Um, you know, it's, it, it does broaden my, uh, my perception of this, of this disease. You know, um, I remember early on in my time, I was confused with something sort of that sense because I, too, um, uh, was, was brought into a lot of misery listening to what me and my sponsor usually referred to as the rehab bullshit. Excuse my French. 
you know, that usually kills more alcoholics than anything. Um, and they talk about this theory, and it, I just want to make sure there's no confusion for me or how to, how would you go about, um, I don't want to say separating, but identifying the difference between the parasite itself and the nonsense we hear that our disease is in the parking lot doing, street, uh, doing push-ups while we're in here getting better. Because for me, you know, hearing the, the theory that, oh, I'm in treatment, so there's a meeting, you know, I'm in a hospital where I'm in a safe zone away from my disease. The disease is up there waiting for me. It got me to the idea that the world is my problem and not me. So and, you know, hearing that, obviously I know that isn't the truth today. You know, but hearing that and then hearing this about the parasite of self, you know, how would you go about explaining the difference between that? Because obviously I understand the disease is a part of me. You know, alcoholism is a symptom of my disease. And I do agree with 110% on this parasite taking over me, making it extremely difficult, if not almost impossible, to be able to remove myself from something that is not me, yet is technically a part of me. Just ask my question. How would you go about that? Thank you for letting me. Yes, well, the idea that it's out, out in the parking lot, you'd have to be out in the parking lot. Yeah, that which, uh, that which is inside of us, if you want to call it inside, is projected at out, as outside, and that's one of the ways it hides in us, yeah. You know what I mean? There's not a big, bad alcoholism outside waiting for me to go out. We're, we're the carrier of it, so to speak, yeah? We're sort of the, uh, we're the hand in its glove. Uh, so all this idea of projecting it as it's, it projects itself as outside so it can do its little work inside, yeah? So now maybe it targets an idea of itself called self, and now it wants to get out of that, and then we fall into the other netting, which is self can't get out of self, yeah? Because the sense of being the one who's seeing the parasite is also the parasite in disguise in most cases. Yes? Yes. So it's sort of like Dracula going on vampire hunts. It doesn't give a shit. <laughs> It'll go on every vampire hunt, and in a way it disguises itself by looking for the vampires. Yeah? So this is the dilemma. This is what happens, and people ran into it in recovery, because it's a common one, and they came to the conclusion, you self can't get out of self, yeah? So you got to watch out, because once you think it's out in the parking lot, you think you're out of self. Well, self can't get out of self, yeah? So the, paras the parasite is... <laughs> Just like they say in our DNA, there's virus DNA, yeah? Supposedly. There's virus DNA. So in a way, the possibility of the parasite, as long as we're alive, it has a possibility of being alive, yeah? And it's used to having our, it's used to having most of the attention and interest that we call the experience of our life, yeah? It directs how we see things. It plays God all day. It basically... Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it can thrive in recovery. It can go. It can. It's a pretty adaptable activity. <laughs> so, <laughs> but what's beautiful is in our lives a possibility of a higher power than it has been introduced. Yeah. And the only thing the power of its type respects is a higher power. So basically the parasite can be sort of kept in dormancy as long as the higher power is uh, attracting the interest and intention we call ours. Yeah. So basically there's basically two volume buttons. Yeah. The one volume button, the volume button can't turn up or down. So self can't lose interest in self. That would be interest in self, yeah? Then there's the other volume, which is higher power, yeah? So the whole program, in a way, is turning down the one volume and amplifying the other volume, yeah? So now uh, the thing that was the CEO of your little corporation is now in the mailroom, and then the higher power is running the show. So I think the best, the most important premise especially as you get into recovery is the idea of surrender. Yeah. Making a decision that actually you can't turn your will and life over to anything else because your will and life has been taken over by the parasite when you come in. Yeah. So you make a decision for that to occur and then you do the works to sort of minimize or at least illuminate the parasite is not you. Yeah. And then when that, identification is broken then that's the access of the higher power yeah well about like that and then you get to go around the dilemma of self can't get out of self because you're not not you're not trying to get out of self as self anymore yeah that's the power of it and so you'll know the problem from the solution when you get a lot of relief you'll know why you weren't having relief yeah and that's what we're sharing what i'm sharing from is from relief of the bondage of self, basically. <laughs> That's what I'm sharing. And it's not a novel, uh, very individual phenomena. It's a possibility for all of us. We just need to hear the possibility, basically. That's what we're starving from. The mental, the parasite starves us from possibility. It does. Yeah. It does. It starves us from possibility. And whatever possibility it allows us to entertain, it puts it into time. So we've given up the idea of being okay. We're hoping we'll, we'll, we will be okay. <laughs> it's insane. It's an insane situation. Yeah. So, yeah. I've just seen it. I saw a selfing. Yeah. I saw it as a foreign activity in the homeland, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I also saw how compromised I was. So the only possibility that seemed viable was the surrender to a higher power. Yeah. And uh, that facilitated a lot of change. And the change was sufficient enough to, uh, create a new balance. So now the parasite maybe has 20% of the stock in the company instead of being a 99% stockholder. It's down to 20%. Yeah. It keeps casting its vote, but it doesn't sway the corporation anymore. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it keeps informing me how I am, how I'm going to be, how I was, but I'm not buying it anymore. So there's an immunity to the advertising campaign. Yeah? That's all there is, really. The advertising will continue. It will. But the fact is, uh, like in, I, have, I tell a story about being in Turkey and on a round-the-world trip and, and finding myself in a rug emporium, and the rugs were beautiful, and the guys that were selling them were very, very good at selling rugs, and they would give you, you know, apple juice or Turkish coffee. They'd let you stay there for hours, and yet I wasn't going to buy a rug because I had no floor. I didn't have a house. Yeah, so I was not interested in rugs. <laughs> so if the premise, the first premise of the disease is weakened, you'll have a, you'll be able to see all the advertising of it much clearer. Yeah, if not, you'll be watching the advertisement of self as self, and it's enthralled with its own movie. It is. Yeah, you'll be so far up the ass of self, it'll be like a little prino private porno theater. <laughs> You'll just be up there. So there's got to be a recognition of what you're not, and then there'll be a, loose, a losing of interest in that, yeah, because it's not you. It isn't. As long as it has you convinced it's you, you'll defend it to your last breath, really. You will. You will. You'll be, you'll be living for it. You'll be living for the parasite. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah thanks Paul great stuff yeah, yeah. Thank, you. thank you very much Dante okay um, no more questions coming up so far so um, I just wanted to ask well um, I might just come in then again um, well, you, you just said that really good analogy about being immune to the advertising campaign um, that was that's really really good um that's that's re oh but peter peterson's raised his hand so i'll uh, i'll let him i'll let him ask a question peter peterson over to you mate hey hey thank you i, I didn't want to interrupt you if you want to keep going go ahead no mate i'll i'll, I'll come in later you go for it hey hi paul talked to you this morning nice to see you um i'm i'm kind of a firm believer in everything you were talking about really that's always kind of twisted me up uh you know the because well, uh, I don't even know where to start on this whole thing. So the book talks about deep down within uh, every man and woman and child's fundamental idea about God. Okay. And I, so I believe personally, I believe there's some spark within me that is of the God. Now, uh, the course of miracles talks about having a split mind and I don't, I don't, I'm not a course of miracles student, so to speak. I've just tried it for a number of years. I can't figure it out or anything, but I do believe in that concept that I have a split mind. I have the, uh, I like, I'll interchange the word ego with self, self mind and ego mind. And then I have a higher mind, the Christ mind. However, like what I thought I heard earlier was described, I'm run on the ego mind. I, hey, I'm on that one. I get it. That's what's running my show. However, in now, okay, so I have, I understand, especially your talks today and you know, through my time in recovery, I understand that. I get that. However, the relinquishment is a little more difficult. <laughs> you know, I don't believe it's the same way. I don't believe it's out in the parking lot. I don't believe it's over. I believe it's right in here. It's going to stay in there. But like fear and faith, too, I believe I have to feed faith rather than the fear. And I have to feed the Christ mind rather than the ego mind. 
But my experience has been through time as I think I grow and I understand this, that the self or the ego is morphing right alongside with me. You know what I mean? So as I rise up, the ego twists just it up, up to just to trick me a little more. They talk about watch for uh, dishonesty, resentment, um, uh, uh, fear. Those there's four components to watch for. Okay, well those are the more blatant ones. Those are the more. But as I get, you know, as I have a better understanding, of it, I think that this whole the ego or the self sort of sort of morphs into is like a little trickier to spot. One of the things I'm starting to realize is, you know, when I start to separate and divide or when I start to specialize and make unique or take credit for things that I didn't do, you know, and uh, not take responsibility for what I did do, you know, and then exalt myself. Hey, by the way, do you know how cool I am? You know, and then expect adoration. All those things now are sort of the subtler forms for me of the self. And fear, I'm fearfully, as I'm afraid as I get even uh, more understanding or grow spiritually in some forms or that that self is going to twist up again and hide in another, you know, disguise itself. Like I thought I heard you say earlier, you know, sort of, you know, and then pretends like it isn't what it is, you know, like, Oh, by the way, this is what you should do. So I guess the question is, and the long way of getting around it is uh, recognition of that activity activity of that self, you know, try to recognize, oh, that's the self. Like in Course in Miracles, I say, oh, just recognize it and know what that is and then ask God to see it differently. You know, show me this in truth. The only way I recognize how to do that is, that, is through prayer and ask God to relieve me of that self and let me see the Christ in this, you know, let me be the Christ of his design, not my own. But so what, is there any recommendations or like how do you, go past that, uh, not just the identification of, but uh, the, the complete relinquishment or more relinquishment of the self. Make any sense with the question at all? Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, you don't go past it. You are before it. That's the key point. Okay. You are, the, you are before the formulation of selfing. Factually, you are before that. You are the seeing of all that building or the not seeing of all that building, you are that, yeah? yeah? So, and then wherever you seem to be, I would think uh, you'll be led by that higher power, as the Course of Miracles, I think, would call it the Holy Spirit, yeah? It will collate the information of your life differently, and being in good hands, it will lead you to what you need to do at that time. Now, that time may need uh, a lot of introspection, but I find it, it can go any way it wants to go. But usually it leads to a very ease and comfort. And uh, you have the tools in the garage, but the best part of having a tool is not needing to use it. Yeah, And I believe it leads there, where there's a sense of what you are is what you've been looking for. And unfortunately or fortunately, you've been using it to look for itself. So you run into this sense, a, a real sense of, a real sense of difference between the one, as you were calling it, a split mind, the citizenry of that split mind, and then the, and the origin of the other mind. And it becomes clearer and clearer without any effort to uh, keep it clear, yeah? And so I feel at every, at any given point, you may be caught, maybe the invitation is to do something to support that, 
And then at other points, you don't need to do anything to support that. And the key is to have the ability to see uh, when it's time to put down the tools and to see when it's time to use the tools. Yeah? Yeah. I don't believe you become a, a loyalist to any tool. <laughs> I just don't. I think you're free inherently. Yeah? So wherever you are, uh, hopefully I know you have, you've come to believe that there's something greater than you d doing for you what you can't do for yourself. There you go. That's the posture. That's the humility of being led and directed by that, that power. Yeah. So if it has me directed to go in the yard and sit down and be quiet for 20 minutes, and I have the time and the space to follow that, I do. And then if it has me I'll screw that, just lay down and take a nap, I do that, yeah, whatever. And uh, in a way, the more you follow the tune, the more the, tune, more the tune gets familiar, yeah? So even when it changes its beat or its cadence, you realize it's the same musician. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if that was helpful, but that's how I'm seeing it today, yeah. I don't feel like in my case, in a sense, I saw another spiritual addiction. Uh, I saw another form of addiction, and that was what I would call a spiritual addiction. And I saw people uh, like making a religion of self trying to get out of self, in a way. And I saw... Uh, that addictive, let's say the parasite, can migrate to anywhere. It can live in the spiritual North Pole. It can live in a 5,000-year-old temple. It can go, it's pretty, it's pretty resilient and, so, and adaptable. And uh, it can take on, it can wear robes just as easily as leather jackets. So uh, I don't know. I just saw, it, it took me to a point where I stopped doing anything to try to maintain a spiritual condition. And uh, I found out I'm a spiritual condition. <laughs> so to me, that's the highest form of maintenance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now I maintain the physical condition by exercise and uh, <laughs> I maintain an emotional condition based on following the principles of AA that allows me not to run into a lot of sticky dramas. And uh, so I have a lot of ways to deal with the relative conditions that arise and change and a sense of resting in the permanent prior condition of all conditions. So, yeah, it's been, uh, yeah. That's about all I can say around that. Hey, Peter, it's great to see you. Thanks you for showing up. Yeah. That's Thank great. you. Thanks very much. <coughs> okay, so um, there's not a lot of questions there. So um, yeah, just um, from my point of view, Paul, just to ask. Oh, hold on, no, we have. Thank you, Save there. <laughs> Wonderful. You yeah, know, Dave, I'm paying everyone to cut in before yeah, you ask. <laughs> I'm running out of coins. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go, Gary. You're on, mate. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm a little afraid to ask a question because, well, actually, I'll just describe what, what coming to the meeting is like. It's like, well, I feel like I need, you know, I feel out of sorts or something, so I'll come to the meeting. And then, um, and then as I start to listen to you, I, I, it sort of feels like I'm being painted into the corner of a room. There's really no way for me to go. It's like I'm sitting here thinking, well, what part of me is not the parasite? It's it's almost like being tied up and, and you know, it's like there's nothing I can do to get out of me. And, and the more I listen, I, it's like I'm, I'm a mummy, you know, I can barely have a move left. <laughs> <laughs> well, you go outside and dig, dig a six feet, six foot hole and lay in there. <laughs> Thank God you're not the dead horse. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's the whole point, is to see the futility of trying to get out of me as me. It's a great, to me, that's the one of the greatest realization is a rude realization that I've been trying to get out of Paul as Paul since I've been about six years old. <laughs> Never have succeeded. Yet the system is so stubborn it can't get that self, can't get out of self. It can't. If you're waiting to convince that parasite that it can get out of itself, you're never going to. That's part of its thriving. It's, it's, it's thriving is to constantly to try to get out of what it really isn't in. That's the whole thing. Yeah? There was a great, uh, there was an old saying in Buddhism that people wrote books about it, and it's called the, uh, the Wisdom of No Escape. Yeah, the Wisdom of No Escape. So right now, Gary, you're at the Wisdom of No Escape, which is awesome. <laughs> really, that's it. You realize all your little machinations, all your subtle ways of trying to acquire information, none of it's going to do anything any good. It's fantastic. So... And then basically, what you're not gives up the hope of finding what it is, so to speak. And then you find out what you are, really. As soon as the what you're not trying to find out what you are gets exhausted, there's a finding out of what you are. Immediately. It's exactly at the moment. <laughs> so it, then you get the real logic. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> As soon as you stop, that's available. As long as you're trying to make it available to you, it doesn't seem to be available. As soon as you stop, it's available. There's something in there. There's something in the tea leaves of that. <laughs> then fun, suddenly, Gary, you see the little you that's in the little corner, you see it from a huge space of the room. Yeah. That's what happens. You see, you're, that, you're the huge space that you think there's a little room in, and you're backed into a little corner in that little room. You're the huge space of it all. Yeah? 
you're not ha you don't have a higher power you are the higher power in disguise in a way yeah you are that which you're beseeching to help you <laughs> there isn't you and a higher power there isn't you and a parasite there's just the higher power and then everything else is an appearance in it yeah and the appearance can be as real as it real can be but you got to look at one thing it's not fucking infinite yeah it can only seem as real as real can be for a certain amount of time it does it's not real yeah it is not real even though we believe we're a long-lasting independent thing separate thing we're not yeah it's an appearance almost like when you were last night i was dreaming and a lot of people were appearing in the dreaming yeah while in the dreaming if you're not awake while you're dreaming if you're asleep in the dreaming they are as real as real can be and if that dream wasn't uh followed by a waking up you would take it to be reality you would yeah you, it would be just as real as this place if there wasn't a bookend where there was another possibility you would think that's the only possibility well that's this is what a great master would call the awakened dream yeah this is the awake dream we think we woke up from the dream at night but we woke up in the dream at night in an awake dream <laughs> seriously so basically there's another waking up not the one that we go through every morning but another waking up to wake up from the dream yeah not wake up in the dream we did that already this morning <laughs> <laughs> we wake up in the dream all day thinking it's not a dream this is waking up from the dream yeah so this is a next little stage and one of the stages is that the dream is in a little fucking corner and doesn't have any more moves yeah that's that's the bottom that follows the other bottom of of recovery the bottom of recovery when you are fucked yeah you're in an incomprehensible demoralized condition and you're not observing it from the outside you're in it completely you're completely the action figure and you're completely fucked completely then something happens there's a magic elixir occurs and maybe the grace ignites a, some events and you're brought to an aa meeting no intention of ever going you never were you weren't even thinking about aa then you're suddenly in AA and now you've been sober for 32 years. That's the possibilities that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great space to be backed into that corner because you're not that which was backed into the corner. Yeah. The skin falls off the snake and the snake is still the snake. Yeah. We're listening to, we're listening to a constant description of the snake from the skin. The skin yeah let's call it the parasites constantly talking as us and it's worrying about the world as us and it's thinking and it's all it is is thinking about its own fucking survival yes but we take it to be our survival and it's worried as incredible because it knows it's going to fall off the snake every year the snake is going to lose that skin the snake doesn't throw the skin off the snake loses the skin yet from the skin's point of view it's like the end of the world fuck 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 don't do it 
Get moisturizer. Stay out of the sun. Watch out for that rock. Da 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 da. You have to preserve your life. No, you're trying to pervert, preserve the skin's life. And you'll be better off when the skin falls off. You'll have nicer, shinier scales. They'll be more attractive to female snakes. You'll travel smoother over the rocks. And you won't have to stay in your little hole all day afraid of getting some fucking sun on it. Yeah. Like Peter was saying, there's like split stations playing. One is constantly on the greatest golden oldie, silence. That's his... Pl that's his it's an uninterrupted, it's like John Coltrane's A Love Supreme, uninterrupted all the time. Then there's this like megaphone fucking mad cultist on a soapbox screaming, what the fuck? They're getting out. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what's happening. Now, unfortunately, we tend to have a bigger ear to that. Yeah. We've been listening to the megaphone a lot more than being directed by the silence. Perhaps there's a better way. We're in that process. Yeah. AA is a process to bring us out of the faith in what we're not into the faith of what we are. Yeah, that's all. Yes? Yeah. So... You know, when people say they're totally flipped out, I think it's a great day a lot of the time. I do. <laughs> it's about time. It fucking erupted. I mean, you've been living on a volcano, working super hard not to let it fucking erupt. Let it erupt, yeah? Fucking be done with it, finally. Yeah? Shit. It's like e either we're in active enslavement or we're tithing to the, that which is playing God all day. You ever hear people share... They share how great it is, but they always bookend it. I'm still fucked up. It's still terrible. Don't worry. Don't throw me out of the clan. You know? Oh, I know. I got to, you know, 35 years working it all that time. Something had to be developed. It's not like always eroding every day, is it? Your spiritual condition is untouchable. It doesn't need to be built up. What needs to be built down is your men the mental obsession. Yeah, we're, we're applying what we have seen in what we're not to what we are. It's not applicable. What you are doesn't come and go. What you are isn't a jealous God. What you are isn't whimsical. What you are isn't vindictive. What you are is inclusive. It has qualities that are unfamiliar to us. Yeah? We see out of the tyrant's eyes. We think the God I have is just like the God I've had or has had me. It isn't. Yeah? It's not asking you to prove yourself. It's not telling you to purify fucking every day. It's like, it's basically saying it's a gateless gate. It's an open secret. You're already where you want to arrive at. Yeah? If it's based on you, we're going to get kicked out. Look at it. Look at us alcoholics. You drop an alcoholic into heaven, it's hell in a day. They fucking find I don't deserve, you know, it's unbelievable. It's insane. They're constantly working towards something that something is eroding and going completely against that. All day. Talk about split mind. 
We want to be free, but we want to be right. <laughs> you can't have yeah. both. And important. And you rather not be anything. You love trying to become shit, but you don't want to recognize you already are something. No fucking way. Yeah. So if you're list, if that's, it's called cognitive dissonance in a way. There's a disconnect right where we think this solitary unit, homogenous unit is. It isn't. There's movements towards and against all day. Yeah? It's like a slinky. It's just, it's just pointless. Just see what you're not, yeah? And do what you need to be okay as what you're not to the point you don't have to do much to be okay as what you're not. There is a point. You won't have to do much to be okay as what you're not. There is. Yeah? Study will be over. Knowledge acquiring will be over. Yeah? You'll be chilled out. You'll be very clear about certain things. You won't be looking for yourself anymore. Yeah? You won't. You will see blue as blue and red as red, as they say in Zen. There'll be a clarity. Nothing that was polished into clarity, just an innate clarity that's been always available at all times. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I want to talk about that guy the other day. I don't know if he's here. It was a great illustration. He, he would... Every morning he would pray to be relieved of the bondage of self. And then he noticed that that praying to be relieved of the bondage of self was causing him not to recognize he was freed from the bondage of self. <laughs> so there was more of a desire to be freed from the bondage of self at a future point than to be freed from the bondage of self now. Yeah? You see, he saw the thief. He saw the parasite. Yeah? That is awesome. So I would humbly say we're praying and hopefully fervently to arrive at where we already are, basically. We just are in a constant denial of that. Or the action, you know, it is. I mean, I mean how long are you going to believe it? I mean, I went to extreme spiritual uh, things, sitting for 13 hours meditating every day in a fucking forest monastery in Thailand. 21 days having soup. I lost a pound a day, and I can't lose weight. I lost 21 pounds. It's fucking having complete hallucinations, calling them spiritual events. <laughs> <laughs> and in that context, it was so, I was so sure of it. As soon as I left and went back to the village, the selfing just came up and claimed to be the one that was at the retreat, nuded it all, and just went on its merry way. <laughs> you're not going to kill something that's imaginary. You're not. You're not going to vanquish it. It is of you, in a sense, yeah? So there's a, to me... There's an inclusiveness and an acceptance of it, yeah? You see it for what, you're, what it's not, really. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not trying to kick it out. I'm not trying to win it over. Yeah. It's just, I'm in a position of neutrality around it, basically. <laughs> if you believe it can cause a nuisance, it will. If you don't, it'll try. <laughs> it will keep trying to cause a nuisance. The nuisance is, the nuisance being a nuisance is on us, really. But it's going to keep trying to be a nuisance for sure. It's like trying to get your, the attention and interest. That's all it is. It doesn't have any light. It's like a plastic plant demanding the sun. Yeah? It's like a plastic plant demanding the sun. It's demanding you cultivate it to let it grow. It's a fucking plastic plant. <laughs> it's just that simple. When the interest and attention is removed, its power is severely weakened because it doesn't have any power of its own. It's being given power through the identification as it. It's just that simple. I don't care how you want to spin it, but that's what's happening. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to say that's uh, amazing. Uh, just to say to everyone, I've just had a couple of questions. It, the good news is this is being recorded, and you'll be able to get it at um, YouTube tomorrow, but also at zenbitchslap.com. It'll be right there. Um, so yeah, lucky days for us. And we've got a couple more questions coming up. And um, Dar, I'm going to put you after this after Dave L. Dave L. Over to you. Yeah, yeah, thanks. I was, I was really, uh, got a question, but I've also just want to thank you again for that. Like you were talking about then about the um, that sort of knowledge about you know you helped me get to that sort of seeing that thing about the the uh, being free, praying for the bondage of self to be relieved, and it already had happened. You know what I mean? Because that's fucking massive. Do you know what I mean? It's made a massive difference to me. That really has. <laughs> yeah. No, huge, huge. Because you know, like I said, it's like. How the parasite had it. The parasite had it. Like each morning, I'm saying the prayer, and the parasite's saying, "You're never going to get this. You're always going to be selfish. You're always going to be self-centered. You're never going to be relieved." You know what I mean? And got and prove and, and getting me to sort of actually go out and try and prove it, prove it wrong. So I'm 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 spending the whole time trying to prove to the fucking parasite. Yeah. <laughs> and and the parasite's winning because I'm failing every time. The parasite. <laughs> And I'm failing. So just to actually be free of that is enormous. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're its meal, yeah, <laughs> and it's eating you yeah, while you're. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. Me alive. It's eating me alive in recovery. It's eating yeah. me alive in recovery. Yes. So I totally, I totally, totally get what you're saying about being identified. Now that makes sense to me. You know, identifying with the parasite, yeah. identifying. You know, and yeah, and it's kind of like. And I guess is that, I guess you're you're just I'm just trying to clarify. You're just trying to explain the nature of the wrong. Yes. You're just saying this is the actual that we're identified with the parasite and we're believing yes. we're believing that's that's it's us. It's taken us over and it, and we're totally identified. So in that identified yes. state, everything we're doing is 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 like we're doing the right thing and, and the normal thing because. Because that's that's the we're 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 thinking like the parasite. We're, we we've adopted the parasite's thinking sort of thing. So well, yeah, well, yeah. It's been claimed to be ours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I guess 
I guess also from what, what I heard also is the solution then, the solution going forward, the solution is, is this 12 steps to get a better God, con to get more God consciousness. Um, as, well, yeah, because uh, well, first of all, the 12 steps are to, uh, you know, give us a daily reprieve from alcoholism, which is just the alcoholism affixed to the selfing amplifies the selfing, yeah? Yeah, yeah. That's what alcoholism does. So, like, if you have a little bit of a jealous streak and you drink, you're an alcoholic, you're up on stalking charges in a couple of months, yeah? It amplifies certain qualities that don't work for us in this life. It, they attract undue attention and we get into consequences, yeah? yeah. So alcoholism is feeding on, is, is thriving on the original addiction, which is the idea of being a, the long-lasting, independent, separate thing, yeah? That's how I see it. So first things first, the alcoholism has to be sort of subdued so that we can get to the exact nature of the wrong. Yeah, we can't get there now in the condition of an active addict. You're not even close to the exact nature of the wrong. You are the wrong in a sense, yeah, 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 yeah. completely. So we need to have some kind of uh, intervention on that. And then hopefully down the road, when, when the alcoholism has been subdued, you can start looking for the exact nature of the wrong, which will bring only more relief. Yeah? Yeah, 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 and then that relief that was brought by relief from alcoholism can stabilize because you're getting to the real root of the dilemma. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that I feel, and AA is, a, for the action figure of this type, let's say we're certain models, so we're all Fords, yeah? Not a Chevy, not a Buick, we're all Fords. So we drive like a Ford, we smell like a Ford, we turn like a Ford, yeah? Now, we all think we're unique Fords, but that's not true. And all the Fords have a certain driver called the parasite, yeah? And that's why we end up in the same three parking spaces, institution, jails, and death, because there's basically one driver driving the whole fleet of Fords, yeah? Unbeknownst to us. <laughs> so AA... So that Ford has its own dilemmas already, but the alcoholism amplified them. So now I need, I need the Ford to be uh, altered, yeah, which the AA way of life has done. It's given the Ford a northern star, a better GPS system, let's say, with fucking good maps instead of the old insane maps, yeah? And it's allowed the action figure to stay out of... Uh, a lot of a drama and a lot of bureaucracy and a lot of fucking arrests and hospital visits and shit. So basically, the AA takes care of the body and the brain pretty well. It does, yeah? Now, it gives us an opportunity to go start seeing the exact nature of the wrong. Use this opportunity of having the, the Ford corrected, yeah? So now the Ford, Ford drives all right. It gets me to places, the meetings. I don't keep crashing into people and fucking, you know, giving everyone the finger all day. <laughs> Things have changed, yeah? And so now other possibilities become available. So now you can see shit that you weren't seeing before. And then you see it's not you, and then there's a freedom from that.
And now you start getting free from the original addiction, which is the addiction of the mental states to the self, to the idea of being a someone. Yeah? Wow, it's awesome. And so more and more in seeing what you're not, you find out what you are. And you are a spirit in a sense. You're not of a, you're not of a thing, you're of no thing, really. Like Jesus said, supposedly, you know, you're in this world, so you're in a thing, seemingly, but you're not of a thing. He says you're in this world, but you're not of this world, yeah? So yeah, so we're not arguing that you're not in this world. We are, but we're not of that world. That's the point. The identification as a parasite has us completely in the world. Completely in the world. And what we're looking for in the world is not of the world. Yeah, it's of our own nature. So we're looking in the wrong store, basically. So this is a way of just correction. And now you'll start seeing that what you're looking for is really been what's looking all the whole time, which is spirit. Yeah, not who's looking, which is the idea of Paul, but what's looking, which is spirit. And St. Francis said it very clearly. He says, what's looking is what you, meaning all of us, are looking for. Yeah, but we're looking for it in the wrong store. Yeah, we are, we, we are thinking we're going to make a thing, a spiritual thing. It's not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to work. And especially it's not going to work because we are spirit, yeah? So our trying to become spiritual is really denying the fact that we are spirit, yeah? So I see the program of AA as a correction to all these mental insanities and all the emotional dysfunctions and the physical like contraction and getting ready to be punched all day. That's where, it, that's where the relief of alcohol, of AA is for me, yeah? And then... Or when that gets calmed down, the spirituality, the spirit becomes obvious. I am what I'm looking for, truly, yeah? I'm not a thing that wants to find a no thing and then be a thing and with no thing. I'm no thing. I'm spirit, yeah? So if I am spirit, then the maintenance of my spirit's condition, which is the basis of our daily reprieve, becomes sort of a guarantee because I'm a spiritual condition. Yeah. And you know what? You don't you may not need to maintain it much. It maintains itself because it's being its nature, which is spirit. It's not like goes into a lag where, oh, oh it's not spirit right now. I gotta you know re-up the engine. No, it's always that. Yeah. So now you can rest, really rest, because this nature of what you are isn't temporary. It's not volatile. It doesn't change all day. It doesn't come and go. It's not affected by what's happening outside, yeah? It's like the sky allowing everything to appear in it, yet everything that appears in it doesn't affect it. Have a little bit of that here. You'll travel lighter, yeah? That's called, you know, you trust the process, and then the process reveals something that's completely reliable, which is the infinite. And I don't think you're far from the infinite, and I don't think you're different from the infinite, really. I don't. I don't think you and I are a special somewhere in everywhere. I don't. I think we're of everywhere. And then we're in special somewheres, yeah? 
But I don't think there's a special somewhere that's taking the place of everywhere. I don't. So that's my old take on it, yeah? So, and I find a lot of people, the mental state still wants the, the quicker way, and they try to use, find something else to replace AA, yeah? And then they end up drunk Buddhists, yeah? Mm -hmm. AA is perfectly fitted for us as these action figures. That's why we found it, yeah? It's the perfect mechanic. It keeps it, the, the car maintained. It allows it to run, yeah? We don't pick up as many dents anymore. We're not fucking in lawsuits. We're not shit like that, hopefully. And basically, the Ford's pretty fucking reliable until you pass away, hopefully. Maybe mm -hmm. it's a sick one, but you'll be able to travel lighter through it. But, you know, the Ford isn't going to be made into spirit. It isn't. It's a Ford. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we going to get? Headlights that have loving gaze and think the Ford is a spirit? Oh, that, that Ford has loving gaze headlights. Give me a break. It's still a Ford. Yeah? Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And this is just how I'm seeing it. I don't know. I could be proved completely wrong, but if it initiates any kind of stirring in possibilities in you, we've succeeded. Because I, shit, man, that parasite will limit possibilities completely. Mm -hmm. It will fucking neuter mm -hmm. any possibility of being okay now with the mm -hmm. hopes or belief you'll, you will be okay later. It's fucking mm -hmm. slavery to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why would I want to work for it to be okay, the parasite? Why? What the fuck? You know what I mean? Why? Just see it as other than you. And then there'll be, yeah. uh, yeah. Other yeah. Yeah. Other than you is the key. Because if, if, if the exact dates are wrong, is an identification as something that you're not, seeing that which you're identified as, as other than you is primary. It's a, so at least that's why we're doing these shares. So we're going to objectify that we, these qualities or this activity that some of us think is very intimate. We're going to objectify it and maybe it'll resonate with you and maybe you'll see, hey, I may not be that. And that's a beautiful entry point. Yeah, my feeling. So... Thank you. Thanks very much. Um, Dar, I'm, mate, I'm just going to let Howard have a go because I know you've asked a question, but you'll definitely get round to you, mate. So, Howard from Oklahoma, it's over to you, mate. Hey, uh, Howard, alcoholic. Thanks, Paul. <clears throat> Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Home of the Bison, Baptists, and the Angry Buddhists. I, uh, what struck a chord with me was uh, kind of ring, ring, re-rang my bell was the phrase, I'm still sick. And it seems like we almost worship, it's almost like the, the little we thinks if I beat myself up enough, I'm gonna be humble. And, and I don't know, there's kind of a party line of expectations and 
about what we should share in AA meetings. And when I talk to people about some of the things I've heard you and others say, I get, I get the comment, you think too much. So I'm just trying to talk to people and they tell me I think too much. So fuck you comes to mind. But uh, <laughs> so I guess if I have a question, I it, try to tell an old timer in AA and I'm one, what used to work doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And you're, and you're, I've heard you say, this is the last solution for you. But I think about, new old ideas that I need to let go of. And I haven't let go of what you're talking about, but so I don't know what my, my question is other than I can't, you can't fix people and you can't talk to this about, about this to, to just anybody. And uh, so that's what's attracted me to, it's really cool, the Zoom thing. So um, anyway, I, uh, I appreciate your, your time and the guys that are putting this together. Well, we appreciate you, Howard. You're a, you're a mainstay and you're in a lonely outpost in Oklahoma city, <laughs> but the supply line will never be broken. The supply line will never be broken. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. The whole thing. That's why thank God in AA for me, I was able to find platforms and we'd always would present it as not AA so I could share. Uh, yeah. So I'm lucky. I'm very fortunate. So we didn't, the platforms really weren't there. So we made them. We made platforms to put out the information with the distinct uh, difference between this is not AA. Even the earliest fourth step workshops I used to do in San Francisco were not on the schedule and we'd always announce it. Hey, this is an AA. And then someone would start bitching to me at the meeting and they say, they'd always say this, I have 28 years or whatever. And then I said, and they say, this isn't an AA meeting. I said, well, you were late. If you were there on time, you would have heard the announcement. It's not AA. And then they'd steam out of the room. <laughs> but hey, you know, whatever. I feel what I saw as a phenomenon, because I had a chance in AA to go to other countries doing these fourth step workshops. A lot of people would come up to me and they would be like, they had like 12, 10 to like 15 years of AA. And they would say a very similar thing. They say, you know, I just don't feel, I can't find something I think I need in AA. Yeah, they would say, and there's something, da, da, da. And I could recognize that. And a lot of people have left AA. So what I, we attempted to do was try to bring shit into AA so that no one has to leave AA. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? bring some ideas into AA so people don't have to leave because the mental state wants to find a substitute for AA, for sure. They won't see it as an inclusive thing. They'll have to say, I got to leave AA and then enter the Buddhist thing, whatever. And then I find there's a lot of drunk Buddhists. So to me, why not bring the shit in to AA so no one has to go through that little movement of leaving AA, yeah? Because really, in a sense, if you, 
are, are reaping or are an expression of the results of AA, you've actually left AA in a lot of ways. That doesn't mean you leave AA. Yeah? To, to, to leave AA doesn't mean you leave AA. Yeah? Yeah, that's the whole point. I don't want a way, I don't want to like, you know, cut weeds 35 years and yet live in the fear of the feeds constantly, weeds constantly arising. I want to, 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 to be able to express and express my observation of outgrowing fear, outgrowing this shit, yeah? There's not a point, it's not like fear is an infinite thing, it's going to take me an infinite amount of time to outgrow it, no. The outgrowing it is limited time. You do hit a point where you've outgrown it. It's not constantly outgrowing it, yeah? To a point where there's been a certain, to a point where that baseline has shifted from irritable, restless, and discontent, constantly flamed by mental anxiety, yeah? To an ease and comfort with a relief from the mental anxiety. Because most of our problems are made in, in what's not happening, yes? The mental state manufactures shit from yesterday and tomorrow. I feel, and I'm not a believer, I do not believe we manufacture our own misery. I believe we are the facility that can manufacture a lot of shit. It matters who's running the factory. And so the parasite has run the factory and it likes to produce misery. Yeah, it likes to produce resentments. It likes likes to produce anxiety. It likes to be right. It likes all this shit. That's not the only thing the factory can produce. It's not a single product factory. It can produce compassion, you know, empathy, a call for service. Yes. So I'm not a believer that we you know, we are manufacturing misery. I'm not a believer that we're imposing our own fucking uh, limitations. I don't. I think it's a foreign substance, a foreign pathogen. I do, completely. Yeah? So now, because look at it. You had a life of this factory being run by the parasite. And now a new, a new employment team took over. And I'm telling you, the, the, the products of your life will look a whole lot different than the, the reign of 1970 you know, to 1988. <laughs> you know, it just looks like a whole, it's sort of like a whole other product line. So, yeah, so I feel there's, I just don't think there was a clarity about the exact nature of the wrong. That's all. Just... Yeah, and, ex and from a long, lengthy experience of the problems, I see the problems were before the alcoholism and after the alcoholism, and I believe there's a, a prior addiction to alcoholism. I do, which is the mental state's addiction to being the doer, the thinker, the seer, the feeler, as being the one. I think that's the original addiction. Yeah, so... Here we are. Yeah. If this if people entertain this idea, 
Most of them have gotten back to me and they've found a way of traveling lighter through a life that they have no real control over. Yeah? So what's going to happen is going to happen, but they found that they've traveled lighter over whatever happened. What more do you freaking want, really? Yeah? That's a pretty good indication you're on to something. Maybe you got to the exact nature of the wrong. The relief seems to verify it, yeah? So, yeah. Good to see you, Howard. Yeah. Thanks, Howard. <laughs> that was <laughs> Wow, okay. Um, Sonny, mate. Uh, Sonny, yeah, I'm unmuting you. There you go, mate. Sonny. Hey, Paul, thank you. Yeah, Sonny here in Dallas, another lonely outpost right next to Howard, Oklahoma. Yes, and, uh, Dallas. <laughs> Dallas in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, not much non-duality here, but man, I really do appreciate uh, having found you. The pointers that you, and me too, my experience has been for the last three years in AA that it solved my alcohol problem, but it why wasn't it solving all this anxiety and other things that initially led me to alcohol as the as the medicine, right? And 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 uh, I I've, I came to non-duality about five years ago through the dark night of the soul experience. Alcohol had dropped off for a time being, but I knew there was something else to it, and I was looking for answers outside. And it's so good to know that the answers are still in the book, right? And today, yeah. one of the writers that you that you uh, said one word. It just landed and I went in here because we've all experienced that this alcohol or whatever addiction we were fighting head on. In my case, for 26 years, I would throw bottles out only to pick them up from the garbage can after midnight, right? I mean, I'm fighting and fighting and fighting and I can't win over the sucker. And then all of a sudden I come to alcohol. I mean, AA, something happens. I, I, all this time I was denying the problem, right? During those 20 years and fighting it still, but here I am in AA and I accept my powerlessness over alcohol and all of a sudden I get freedom, right? I get freedom to actually go through it and, I, and you use the word neutrality and I've always looked at neutrality towards alcohol, but I think today you use it towards self and I just, if you don't mind, if I, I have a question right after this, but I, I just replace the word neutrality uh, towards alcohol with neutrality towards self on page 84, it says, uh, and we ceased fighting anything and Every uh, anything and anyone, even self, for by or by this time, sanity will have returned. We will seldom be interested in self. If tempted, we recoil from it as if from a hot flame. We react sanely and normally, and we will find that this has happened automatically. We will see that our new attitude towards towards self has been given us without any thought or effort on our part. It just comes. This is the miracle of it. We are not fighting self, neither are we avoiding temptation. We feel as though we have been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We have not even sworn off. Instead, the problem has been removed. It does not exist for our self does not exist for us. We are neither cocky nor are we afraid. That is our experience. That is how we react so long as we keep in our original spiritual condition. And it makes perfect sense when I do that. Of course, I'm not necessarily there, but just like Howard, I struggle to share this 
with in the last, especially last two and a half weeks, and I got slapped left and right because it was like <laughs> they were telling you take too much. But I, I feel compelled to kind of still share it. And one of the things I came up with last year, which was accepted, was you know maybe there are two awakenings that that are in AA because I grew up in a country in India, and awakening is the same thing as Buddha. It's a big word, right? When I walk into AA, I say, you're promising awakening, and obviously I didn't buy it, but it definitely awakened me from the bondage to alcohol. But th there is a second awakening perhaps that is maybe buried deeper that maybe we get later. And it's the awakening to that we are not self, right? Awakening to our, to that I am the spirit. I am the spirit and I'm not the self. It's not me. Therefore, it's easier for me to be neutral towards it. So I just wanted you to kind of riff on what do you think about those two awakenings or whatever else you're going to write. Well, you just riffed on it. <laughs> you just riffed on it, Sonny. <laughs> the whole thing for me is uh, I don't care about the awakenings much. I'm just trying to share certain warnings about the nature of the parasite, that it's going to keep arising wherever you are and claim that it's you basically. Just get used to it. <laughs> but in a way, what's beautiful here is what you're of is alive and present now. And it is not of time. So what you are is before anything that's manufactured in time. And the parasite is a manufacturing in time. So you can see what you're not. You can. Yeah? What you're not can never see what you are, but you can see what you're not. Yes? That's clear. So that to me produces a huge amount of assurance because in this world, the idea of being a self is a process and for it to search for another process to get out of that process they're gonna fail so whatever you think you're doing to get out of that there's gonna be that thinking it's the doer that's what happens so you might as well recognize it because if you don't recognize it uh, you'll be looking from it yeah you'll be looking from its effects so I try to stay with uh, the recognition of what we're not. So, in other words, just turning that statement in AA, self-knowledge, to knowledge of self, yeah? Self-knowledge avails us nothing because that means this parasite has claimed to be the one who got the knowledge. That we, it's sort of like, you know, having knowledge of vampires to pre protect its Dracula-ness. It doesn't work. But if you switch it to knowledge of self, so if you study what you're not, if maybe you hear these warnings and they, they're applicable and you recognize, wow, that sounds a lot like me, well now maybe you have a, a distinct possibility of holding it in a different way. That sounds a lot like not me. <laughs> and so you'll start, you will, in your own life, there'll be a living description of what you're not and that reinforces what you are. It, may, it doesn't, what you are doesn't need reinforcement, but 
they'll you'll see more from what you are than than looking from what you're not. You'll see it, and there'll be a. In other words, it's unbelievable how displaced, in a sense, we are. And when we're moved back, like in, uh, Sonny was just talking about, the place of neutrality to me is the before, yeah? The timeless point. That which we visit when we say there's a pause, yeah? We visit what we already are. That, to me, yeah, that's it, yeah? That timeless point, when that gets established as the beginning of you, the way you see even you changes, yeah? In other words, instead of looking at everything from you, you'll see the you that says it's looking at everything else. And you'll have, uh, it just changes things, yeah? And what it has really done, it's allowed that which we're not to travel lighter, which it can't produce. It's, it's wanting to travel lighter turns heavy, you know, doesn't it? It's just, it doesn't realize it's the fire starter, it, or maybe it does. So it keeps trying to put out the fires and it just starts more fires, yeah? Its solutions always become fucking problems. It's just unbelievable. My first solution to alcoholism was to drink. And that caused tons of problems. Because I, had magnetic, I found out I had magnetic appeal to people in uniform. I started getting arrested a lot. But I, wanted, I needed that medicine, so there was still drinking. And so on and so forth. So this thing doesn't know that it's, the, it's, 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 it's arriving at all the fires and it's the gas. Yeah? When it puts its solution onto the fire, it makes more fires. It doesn't get this. You have to see it from a distinct point. And it's not like I hate it or kill it. It's acceptance of it. Acceptance of its severe limitations. It, can't, it cannot believe it can't get out of self. It cannot believe it. It can't. It will keep trying to get out of self as self until you're fucking exhausted. Yeah? You spent all your money at all these retreats and shit, and you're fucking, nothing's happened. Nothing's changed. Yeah? Maybe there's an easier, softer way of getting to that point than through personal experience. So maybe we can learn from others now. So that system, ugh, I swear, it does not, it cannot, it believes it can get out of itself. It does. That's every time I shot cocaine was based on that belief that Paul can get out of Paul and still be Paul. It is, it's impossible. So you might as well fucking give up the ghost now. You're not going to convince it. It can't be convinced. It's a splitness, like my friend Peter said. It's convinced and unconvinced. It doesn't have any solid ground. Everything it's built is on the sand that it is. Yeah? There's no... When you're built on its sand, you're going to live in anxiety because it's not a sound platform. It isn't. The GPS sucks. Its maps are fucking super old and they lead you to the same three places, institution, jails, or death, or variations of that. You can be in your own house as an institution. You can be in your own house as a jail. And you can be in the process of being dead already in your own house under that parasite. 
Perhaps there's a better way. Trusting something infinite rather than your finite self. And it's not going to be the self that trusts something infinite. It's not. You're going to lose faith in self. You're going to see you're not that. And then the faith will be moved to the infinite. The self isn't going to move the faith. The self only has faith in itself. It had, there's no God before it. It's God. It's playing God in its little realm. In its little Petri dish, it's all there is. And you can bring it up against the greatest of great, it will still fucking override it. Yeah? It's not coming with us to the promised land. It ain't. Yeah? So, so yeah. All right, Dave. Hey, one more. Thanks, thanks All right, one more. Yeah, one more. Dar comes back in, so Dar, let's keep it short, mate, and over to you. Yeah, sorry. I, as I said, I was never been to one of these meetings, and uh, I didn't know that I had to ask a question. I'm really sorry. And um, the question is, um, I've only started to do the steps, so I'm, I've gone up to step eight, right? And um, at the moment now, I'm, I'm suffering with mental health, anxiety, and I'm having a lot of drinking dreams, you know, and I'm waking up and uh, it's terrifying me, you know. I'm just wondering, like, uh, will that stop eventually? Like, even like the other day, I was yeah. tempted. I yes, was tempted to, to have a drink and all. It will stop eventually. Recovery yeah, just, progresses. Uh, Recovery progresses for sure. Recovery has the ability to progress. We're the thing that impedes its progression, the parasite. But it's, 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 uh, it's projectiling. It's, it's nature is to progress, yes? Just like the disease progresses, so does the recovery from the disease. So yeah, it's firing its its big salvos now, yes? So you're going through its last fucking, let's say, giant attack. I had it with me when I got struck sober in a trailer park coming out of a blackout. And profound. And then I called a woman up to see if she'd come up and help me. In the hour and a half of waiting for her to arrive... The alcoholism had regrouped and tried for its last hurrah. So I got in the car and I had no money. So I had to convince her to buy the alcohol, get the Coke, get the dirty magazines, rent the hotel room. She had followed that equation many times with me. Hadn't been that satisfying for her. So she said no. And then she brought me to my first meeting that night. And basically I'd been clean and sober for 32 years. Never had a strong feeling or a thought about using to this day. Yeah? Yeah. So that's what we're involved with. A power much greater than the parasite. Yeah? It did for me what no one could do for me. The state, my mother, no one. It did for me in a simple spring day, March 21st in Northern California. First it whacked me with the utter utter fact that I was fucked and that I'm not managerial quality 
and then through circumstances brought me to my next, my first meeting at 8 o'clock that night, and I've been going ever since. There you go. Yeah, that's what we're dealing with, Da. Yeah, don't worry. Just don't drink and don't use, especially in the, uh, trans the transition period, and the suggestions will take hold, the way of life will take hold, and for all of us, you can have, we can have a daily reprieve from alcoholism. Yeah. And it, go on, and it can go on and on and on and on. So, yeah, you're in good hands, Doc. And this wasn't an accident that you showed up here either. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Mike is driving a big rig, I think. Yeah, you're doing good. Oh. You keep your hands on the wheel there, Mike. <laughs> he's he's pantomiming surrender. Ah yeah. All right. Anyone else? No? So um just to say we're back again next Tuesday, I think uh, but uh Paul's back at you want to go to his own satsang or his own uh Zoom room at zenbitchslap.com. As I said before, it's at 1.30 on Saturday, which will be 9.30 in the, in the UK and 8.30 in Europe. Um, it's well worth going if you want more of this good stuff. I think we're all being, I feel quite privileged to be here today to hear that. That was awesome. So um, do you want to say goodbye to everyone, Paul? I'd like to, yeah, let me try. So David, thank you. And David and Daz, they're the ones who set this up with Mike. Mike Zerbel is my... Uh, He's, on, he's the only one on my managing team. He manages me quite well. So I want to say thanks, Mike and David and Daz. Teresa, nice to see you, Therese. It's Paul, I like, the, I like the stripes. Stevie in UK, yes. You stole that thing from the UN, I think, that sign. Yeah. Right. You have to make an amends for that, Stevie. Yeah. Rob, nice to see you again. Mickey, always a pleasure. Uh, let's see. We got Dennis, my friend in LA. Dave, thanks for your share. You're, if, I had, if I could put you in a book, you'd be an illustration, a very good illustration of some important points. Chris, nice to see you up there. We got Kristen, always well, nice to see you. Graham, fantastic. Graham's got is on fire, I can tell. That's good. And that fire will be directed into growth, bro. You're in good hands. Da, fantastic. Stay safe in Ireland. Mike in Vermont. Uh, I don't want to know what he's carrying in that truck, but was hopefully it's legal. Sonny, Keith, a friend of mine from uh, the Northland, Petaluma. You can visit sometimes, Keith, soon. Howard, again in Oklahoma. Yes, thank you. I'm proud to know you, Howard. Thank you. Uh, let me see. We got Dante in Chicago. See you, Dante. Elizabeth, yep. Everyone, bye. Elizabeth, Gary C., fantastic, Gary. Get back in that corner, Gary. Jeff, over there. We got G. G was silent today. That's progress, G. Progress. Fantastic. We got someone with a serial number. I don't know. She's maybe an... I don't know where that's from, but 
We got Jim and Trish. I think I'm seeing Jim. Maggie is in the dark, but not, that's only, it's not true, Maggie. You are the light. Celia, fantastic to see you. Uh, got went back to G again. Then I have a lot of uh, Dimitri's there, but he hasn't moved for two hours. Oh, it's a picture. Uh, and all the and other people who are here uh, anonymously. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be able to share. On you, everyone. And uh, yeah. And, uh, just, uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Paul. Bye, everyone. It's going to be open for a while if you want to stay. i got to take a break. so. But I may come back. I'll see you guys. Yes, thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Yeah.